0: Welcome to Mastery Money, the Educator's Edition, where we will talk about the latest in financial literacy education. I'm Garth Sharif, a small business owner and financial literacy volunteer for Chartered Professional Accountants of Canada. CPA Canada provides no-cost programs and free online resources that help Canadians own their finances and learn the language of money. This episode is part of our podcast, focusing on helping Ontario small businesses get through the pandemic. Our guests will help us navigate through this new world, as well as provide insight on what the future may look like, including support and resources for small business owners. CPA Canada's sponsor for this Ontario Small Business Series is the Government of Ontario. Their support helps make this event possible. You can find our podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. If you have any questions, you can get in touch with us at financialliteracy at cpacanada.ca. Today, on December 10th, 2020, we are lucky to be joined by Pierre Cleroux, Vice President, Research and Chief Economist at the Business Development Bank of Canada, or BDC. Pierre is here today to walk us through the findings on a recent report released by the BDC on how entrepreneurs are adapting to the pandemic. Welcome, Pierre, to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Dart. I'm happy to
0: be here. I understand you're very busy. You provided this uh, study that we'll talk about uh, in a moment. But we've been asking our guests this question just to get, a, get to know you a little bit. How did you begin your career as an economist?
1: Well, it's interesting. When I was in high school, uh, I had two main interests. I, I love mathematics. I was good at it. But I also really like uh, to understand society. I wanted to understand more, you know, our communities and society. So economics offer a good, it's a good compromise between the two. Economics is the study of the economy, how the economy is different from one region or one country to another. And there's a lot of math, in, uh, especially when you study economics. So I was happy to do that. And still today, I'm fascinated about how the different economies around the world are, are quite different and what make them successful or the challenges that we're facing. So that's my story.
0: Well thank you for sharing that Pierre and it's always great when you hear uh, someone's career and the word passionate or uh, fascinated that's still there uh, you can be in a career for a long time and lose that intensity and joy and that's a big part of being an entrepreneur is that there's an excitement a joy a creativity but these are difficult times for a lot of businesses and we're here on in this podcast to focus on small business owners. And you provided this study from the BDC. Can you provide us some background context around this report, how entrepreneurs are adapting to the pandemic?
1: Well, as you know, we in Canada, we had a lockdown in the spring, in March and April, mostly the economy reopened in May. And despite the fact that the economy was open again, we knew that the impact was really hard on people We lost 3 million jobs in Canada and also on businesses. So we wanted to understand two things. First, we wanted to understand the impact of the pandemic on small and mid-sized firms in the country. And also, we wanted to see what are their strategies to go through this difficult period of time. We knew at that time that this will not go away in a few months. We, We knew we were going to be in a difficult situation for months, if it's not years. So that's the reason why we, we wanted to do this study. So we interviewed more than a 1,000 entrepreneurs across the country in every sector of the economy, also in every region of the country.
0: And that's the basis for this study. I wanted to ask you, I, a couple of things stood out for me from this study, and one of them, as an entrepreneur myself and a small business owner, right at the beginning of the report, it stated 80% of Canadian entrepreneurs of those that you surveyed are confident they will make it through the crisis, which was great. It was great to read that confidence. And it says something about the entrepreneurial community, because I look at one of the other stats, 76% reported a decline in revenues and profits. Uh, Did that surprise you that there was still this confidence, even though there are real challenges being faced by entrepreneurs?
1: Frankly, it was not surprised because that's really the nature of being an entrepreneur. You have to be flexible, you have to react quickly you you are facing with challenges all the time obviously this current situation is much more is different and it's much more important than normal situation but that's the life of entrepreneurs to meet challenges all the time but you you mentioned the the biggest issue is 76% of businesses lost revenue so this slowdown it's it's a demand crisis so since the lockdown Since we have a lot of restriction because of COVID-19, the demand for products and services in Canada are down by depending on the sector. It could be very significant. It could be more minor. So that's really the challenge for businesses. They're not able to sell as much as in the past. So this is really a challenge for them.
0: Absolutely a challenge. And it is great to see the confidence and the spirit of the entrepreneur What other insights from the report did you want to bring as a point of emphasis to our listeners? Well,
1: at first, the impact was really severe. Like you mentioned, uh, a lot of businesses lost revenue, but 45% of entrepreneurs, almost half, they have to lay off people. So this is really significant. That's the reason why we lost 3 million jobs in Canada. Also, 39% of small and mid-sized firms, they have to take more debt to go through this difficult period of time. So that's very significant. Before the crisis, the level of debt for business in Canada was not too bad, was actually quite healthy. But over the last, uh, since the beginning of the crisis, we have seen many businesses that were forced to take more debt to go through this crisis. So this is showing you how the impact has been quite hard on businesses in Canada.
0: And you mentioned 39% taking on more debt. What advice would you give to entrepreneurs taking more debt than they've had to take in the past? Because that is something there are ways to help finance and, and help the cash flow struggles that entrepreneurs and small businesses may face. But there is a challenge when you accumulate debt. What would your advice be for entrepreneurs and small business owners as that debt ratio increases?
1: Well, the first thing is really to, to manage a cash flow, and it's difficult in this crisis because, as you know, COVID-19 came very, very rapidly. Nobody could expect that. So it was really hard for business because in a matter of weeks, the revenue went down very quickly. In some cases, people were forced to close their business. So the the cash there was a kind of a cash flow crisis. So the best advice for the next few years is to really well manage your cash flow and have a little bit of reserve, a fund that, you know, just in case that, because there's a lot of uncertainty right now that we are, uh, we know we're going to have a vaccine, but we don't know when. It could be delayed. The number of cases is increasing in Canada. So we don't know if governments will be forced to close down another part of the economy again. So that's very important to well manage your cash flow in the current situation.
0: That's great advice, Pierre. And you mentioned two ways in which Small business owners and entrepreneurs are being affected by the pandemic, the layoffs, employees, which is a difficult thing for entrepreneurs to do. I mean, that's part of especially for small businesses, part of their family, in in a sense. So that's been difficult. There are avenues to help that with loans and other debt, as we've talked about, and the other part being debt. What were other things that you saw from the study that showed the impact of the pandemic on entrepreneurs?
1: Well, our business environment is changing at the same time because consumers reacted to the pandemic. So these two new trends that we really see because of the pandemic, the first one is the online business. And the second one is much more people are working from home. So the online business, the volume of online business has doubled since the beginning of the crisis. And you know, the online business was not, it's not a new trend. We have been buying online for a decade now. But the pandemic has really accelerated this trend. More and more Canadians bought online, sometimes because their shops were closed, so they had to find another solution. In many cases, people were afraid of the virus. They didn't want to go to a shopping mall or a store or a grocery store. So they made the decision to buy online. What we realize is for many Canadians, they bought something online for the first time during the pandemic, and they really liked it. They saw the benefits of it, and they will continue to do so. So now our research with consumers, it shows that 32% of Canadians are saying they're going to buy more online in the future than in the past. The pandemic has changed the game, basically. The pandemic has accelerated this trend, and we're not going to go back to the pre-crisis level. We're just going to continue to buy more online. The second thing that really changed is teleworking. Right now, 40% of Canadians are working from home, and this is really a new phenomenon. Again, some people were working from home before, but there was really a small amount of Canadians. And the perception has really changed. I can tell you, we did research in the past, entrepreneurs were not really keen on sending their people working from home. There was a bad perception, I would say, because of that. But the pandemic has changed that. First of all, they were forced to send their people at home in many cases. Like I said, 40% of Canadians are working from home now. But many entrepreneurs realized the benefits of that. Now, in our latest research, entrepreneurs are telling us that they believe that working from home is actually good for innovation, good for productivity, and really good for motivation of their employees. So again, we're we're not going to go back to the pre-crisis level. When all this is done and we have a vaccine and we go back to our normal life, much more Canadians are going to work from home than in the past. So this is another phenomenon that the pandemic has changed.
0: I wanted to explore those two points that you just mentioned, the 32% that are moving to online purchases of services and and products, and then coming back to the 40% that are working from home. So let's just look at that piece, because as an entrepreneur, I can speak for myself, I'm in the training business as a CPA, I go and deliver training to uh, different provinces and cities across the country, and that all stopped in March, because it was travel and group training <laughs> didn't really work well with what was happening. And it was a difficult adjustment to move my platform, what I did, to an online model. And we see that, as you said, 32% are looking to online services and products. What advice would you give to entrepreneurs to move with that trend? Because there can be some resistance to moving that way if you've had a business model that you've had for a number of years and it's been working up until this point. I think it's
1: a great question, um, I think we don't have a choice, basically, because our business environment just changed. So entrepreneurs have to adapt to to this new reality. What we realize in studies is consumers make the shift to the online reality much faster than entrepreneurs. And it's easier if you are a consumer, so you go online and you choose what you want. If you are a business owner, well, you have to set up a website and a transactional website. You have to make a decision about should I sell on my website or should I sell through platforms, etc. So, so it's much more easier for the consumer, but it's important to realize that consumers are already there. They already expect to buy online a product or even a service. So businesses really have to invest and follow this trend, and it's not easy. It's not easy to adjust because as you know, there's huge players online and I won't won't give names, but we all know them. So if you're a small, mid-sized firm, it's a bit more difficult to make sure that you have your niche for your products and services. But that's you don't really have a choice because that's really where consumers are going. Not only during this pandemic, but over the next decade, businesses who want to have success, they will have to be online. Depending on your business model, maybe it's not possible to sell your service online, but at least you have to you need to have a presence. You need to be seen online. And during the pandemic, even before, but during the pandemic, it's fascinating. We saw so many clients have huge success online. I'll give you a, an example. A company is, is in Ontario, Knoxbury, the it's called the Green Beaver, and they sell personal care products. It's actually a manufacturer. So they manufacture personal care product and the, what is specific to their brand is there's no chemical. So it's natural uh, personal care product. And they have been around for 20 years. So it's not a new business. And they have been selling to grocery stores, retail stores. But a few years ago, they decided to sell online and they have their own website that they also sell through uh, large platforms while well, the pandemic has increased their sales by 40%. So they were already online, they were already doing online, or doing business online, but now they are much more successful online because of the pandemic. So, and after the, uh, the lockdown was down, well, their sales continue to increase because more and more people are buying online and they saw their products. So this is a small firm. This is not a huge firm. And they are able to have success online and actually the great thing about the online business is your reach not only you can sell through your network your distributor but you can sell to the world basically from oxbury because you know you have access to the world so this is a actually entrepreneurs has to see this as an opportunity i know it's challenging because you have to set up your online business and you have to make decisions but this is also a great opportunity to be visible at a quite low cost when you think about it. And it really gives you a great opportunity of success.
0: That's a great perspective because entrepreneurs are resilient. They are creative. And I like the green beaver example as an example of finding success maybe unexpectedly, a a smaller proportion of online sales and then the pandemic. And you're finding that that's the way that businesses is is doing really well. And then you mentioned that consumers are already there. I thought that was a great point, because it's, it's interesting that entrepreneurs, they think consumers first, they think about the end sale, what they're trying to provide as a service or product. And with that mentality that the consumers are already there, that's a good motivator for other businesses to move to that side. I wanted to ask you around the 40% Uh, working from home. I wanted to ask, first of all, just for our listeners, just to hear, I think it's just good to hear what everyone's gone through with this. How was your adaptation to working from home? How how did you go through that process?
1: Well, it was quite uh, interesting because I'm a chief economist for, for BDC. So a big part of my role is to give conference to our clients or to businesses in general. So I was doing probably more than 100 conferences a year. And of course, I live in Montreal, but all my conferences was not in Montreal. So I was traveling across the country. So typically I would go, I would I would take the plane every week to go to Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary, or Barrie, Ontario, or Red Deer, Alberta. So of course, when the pandemic hit and the lockdown happened, we stopped doing that. And now, you know, we, at the beginning of the first few weeks, we were wondering, you know, what are we going to do with this? But we started to get requests for webinar, And now I'm doing this, actually, even more conference online from home. And of course, it was a big adjustment, but this actually was kind of a nice adjustment because, you know, traveling is fun, but it's also very demanding, you know, to to travel every week across the country. It's very time consuming and, uh, uh, you know, a snowstorm in the past few times, I was snowing in Toronto a few times and other parts of the country. So that was a big adjustment. So instead of talking in front of 100, 150 or 200 people, well, I, I sit in in my office At home, and I talk to people the same amount, sometimes even more, but through the computer. That was the adjustment that I made. And I'm looking forward to go back uh, on the road, I would say, to see people face-to-face, because obviously through a computer, you don't have the same interaction. But at the same time, from home, when I do a webinar, I'm just a few feet away from my kitchen. So it's quite a different perspective than going back, taking a plane, coming back home, and uh, etc. So that was the big change for me, a big adjustment at the beginning, but uh, I got used to it.
0: I'm very empathetic to that. We have very similar pre pandemic lives. I didn't have that many conferences, but I was doing a webinar, that live training, and I was on a plane or train or automobile. And I, I'll tell you, I, I don't miss it that much because you're right, there were weather delays plane, there's always a mechanical issue at the worst time for a plane. And it's it's been some time since I've been on a plane and, and really traveled. And I feel that's been good for my stress. Other stresses have replaced it, but the travel stress is is something right now I'm not missing. So Pierre, you were talking about working from home and online purchases. And this is, you mentioned this, and I want to explore this with you, the, the future. Hopefully we have the immunization and we, we see the, the decline and end of the, the pandemic. Where do you see the world for an entrepreneur post-pandemic? Um, I wanted to explore that a little bit more with you.
1: Well, something that surprised us, you know, in our study and other study that we did during the summer is there's a real momentum in investing in technology right now with entrepreneurs. You know, we have been talking at BDC about technology for a long time, and we were trying, our studies is showing that businesses who are adapting technology, they they, they succeed better. They have better financial results. So we were like trying to to convince more entrepreneurs to invest in technology. What we see right now is more and more entrepreneurs are investing in technology because they really believe it's going to help their companies. So the future is going to be for businesses to use more technology than in the past. It was already the case. It's not something new, but there's a real momentum right now. It's really people are more keen to invest in technology. And of course, we were forced to do it. You know, We had to work from home in, in many cases. So businesses invested in technology to allow their workers to work from home. And technology is much better today. It's much easier to do that today than even five years ago. So this is where the future is for Canada, is we're going to use technology much more than in the past. The life of working from the workplace is going to be quite different Companies are already planning to reduce their footprint because they realize that not only it's beneficial for them, but the workers, like employees, like to work from home at least two or three days a week. So there's going to be a new balance at the end of this. And the new balance is going to be people are going to work from home much more than in the past. And technology is improving all the time. You know, you, you remember in March when we were looking to do a webinar and it, it was Zoom, there was WebEx, there was a team. Now everybody's familiar with that and the technology is much more stable, much easier to do that. So this is how this is going to turn out It is going to this pandemic will have accelerated our adoption of technology and companies and people are going to use technology much more, much more rapidly. So that's how we see the future after this pandemic.
0: I just thought about what you mentioned in March when I started to use Zoom with the amount of frequency that I did back then. And now here we are uh, later on into where we are. And just at the beginning of using Zoom and WebEx, as you mentioned, I just... It was a struggle for everybody. And you're right, there has been a lot of adaptation, a lot of learning that's happened, good learning that we will hopefully see uh, being used for future work and potentially working remotely. You talked about investing in technology for the entrepreneur and small business owners for the post-pandemic world and what it might look like. What do you see as some of those challenges? Because there's the investment in the technology, maybe to help employees have better internet connectivity, to have the software and training that they need. But what do you see as things that entrepreneurs need to think ahead of as they implement technology to adapt to this new world?
1: You know, what we say at BDC is very important to have your, strat- your strategy, the right strategy. So we're not, when we uh, we say you should invest in technology, we never say, you know, first decision is to, to invest in a website or to invest in the ERP system, or first you have to think about what you want to do. And what you want to do is going to be different from one business to another. And it depends where you're going to bring value. So for example, if you are, in manufacturing you want to invest in technology to improve your productivity to reduce your cost to improve the quality of your product and even so it depends which sector you're in for example if you are in automotive or aerospace the quality of your product is very key so you will invest in the system and technology that will make your quality even better than what we do if you produce something else To produce lumber, well, maybe the quality is not the biggest issue that you have. So it depends on your business model, it depends on your sector. But so the first thing people have to to realize is first to have a strategy in investing in technology and go step by step. What we have seen in the past is people who have success, they take it step by step, bite by bite. If you want to change everything in your company, To adapt technology, it's not going to work. It's going to be overwhelming. So you do you focus. You have a strategy. You go for the first step. You make a success of it, and you go to step number two. And technology is great. People who are adapting technology, they perform better. But also technology is complex, and it's costly. So you have to be careful at investing in technology as well. Make the right decision. uh, Bring some help. To make the right decision, you know, when you are, you, we uh, entrepreneurs are not specialists in everything. So, obviously, many entrepreneurs are not very familiar with technology. So, it's very important that you have someone in house or an outside consultant that will help you to make the right decision.
0: That's great advice, Pierre. Uh, step by step, so it doesn't feel overwhelming, and implementing a strategy, thinking strategy first, and looking at your network, seeking help if there is a gap, a knowledge gap, and, and branching out. I wanted to ask you this question because we've been we've been talking to small business owners, small medium business owners, entrepreneurs. What have you learned about entrepreneurs in you know, conducting this study, but also in your role as we've been in this unprecedented situation?
1: Well, uh, I knew that, but really, I, I learned how resilient entrepreneurs are and creative they are. Many entrepreneurs have diversified their market, diversified their products. They have been creative at selling to other markets, at shifting their production to something else. So uh, entrepreneurs in Canada has been very resilient. And I think it shows how the quality of entrepreneurs that we have in Canada in this crisis, which was very sudden, you know, nobody was uh, forecasting this and, you know, usually, even the last big recession in 2008, 2009, it took probably six to nine months before the we hit the bottom. Here, we hit the bottom in two weeks. Two or three weeks after the beginning of the pandemic, uh, some provinces closed down their economy. So this was so, so rapid. So it was almost immediate. But entrepreneurs turned around, and uh, we saw many entrepreneurs in the spring to focus on their costs, for example. You know, the last few years has been good for most entrepreneurs. Revenue were up, sales were up, and when sales are up, you focus on that. You try to deliver, and you don't focus on so much on cost because anyway, you make money. And But this time, when revenue are down very rapidly, well, you have to focus on your cost. Many entrepreneurs focus on that, make their business more efficient. Some of them invested in technology to reduce their costs, reduce their need for workers. So that's really, they are just, they they really adjusted very rapidly. And I think that's something we should be very proud of in Canada. I think entrepreneurs were able to turn around very, very quickly.
0: That's great to hear, Pierre. And I think, uh, you know, the community of small business owners and entrepreneurs, I would call it a community, and it has been a challenge and and there's been many difficulties faced, but uh, the qualities that make an individual start up their own business and be passionate about a product or service is also maybe a a part of finding resilience, as you said. So that's great to hear, uh, Pierre. We've been asking all of our guests as we enter you know, another phase of this and hopefully things will get better, but it's still a challenging time for many entrepreneurs and small business owners. But you've done this throughout our entire conversation. You've, you've talked about opportunities. Uh, you've been very positive about where small business owners can find places to be adaptive and resilient. What would you tell entrepreneurs, small business owners that are listening to help them stay positive and keep going during this challenging time?
1: Actually, I think the, the, the worst is behind us. I think after the lockdown in the spring, the recovery in the summer has been quite strong in Canada, stronger than expected, and stronger than in other economies around the world. So we our recovery has been much faster than in the US, for example. And so many sectors of the economy are already back to the pre-crisis level, as the case of technology, everything related to financial services, even real estate, it's back to, to normal. Manufacturing is almost back to normal. Some sectors are going to be more impacted for a longer period of time. Restaurants, for example, accommodation, everything related to traveling and tourism is going to take more time because of the restriction. But in the rest of the economy, actually, the economy has, has been coming back pretty quickly. Now that we have a vaccine that is going to be distributed in 2021, well, I think 2021 is going to be a much better year. I think this is going to be the year of the recovery and there's no reason to not be optimistic about 2021. So, like I said, our business environment is going to be different. We'll have to adapt to that. For example, if you're not online today, you should really make the the move because we're not going to go back. That's something that's very important to understand. We're not going to go back to the pre-crisis level. This is another world now. And we have to adjust as entrepreneurs to this new world. So more technology, more use of technology, more online business, you have to be online. You have to be visible for your potential clients. Today, working is going to be much more popular. That's what employees want. And also there's some benefits for companies. So we have to adapt to this new environment, but we're going in the right direction. As the vaccine is going to be distributed in Canada, the economy is going to become more stable. The level of uncertainty is going to diminish, and this is going to be good for business. So, So we are in a good position. And again, that's something we should really be proud of in Canada is our recovery is much faster than other developing economies, faster than the U.S., faster than other developed economies like France or the United Kingdom or Germany. So we are in a good position. We're not done yet. We still have some way to go, especially in some sectors where there's more restrictions. But in general, we are in a good position. So 2021 is going to be a much better year.
0: That's great to hear, Pierre. And I think the entire tenor, Of our conversation it's been very positive looking at the opportunities and the resilience and the creativity of entrepreneurs and you've given a lot of great advice around technology strategy and really looking for a place to adapt to what will be not just things that are happening now but a new normal going forward so thanks pierre for sharing this valuable insight For those of you interested, you can get a free copy of this report by clicking on the link included in the podcast description. To our listeners, you can click the resources mentioned in the episode in the description for this podcast in your podcast app. Please note, this is a recorded podcast. The views expressed by our guests are theirs alone. The information presented is as current as of the date of recording. New and changing government restrictions and assistance programs may have come into effect since the recording date. Please seek additional professional advice or information before acting on any podcast information. Thank you to the amazing producers of Mastering Money, Mike Masood and Catherine Crawford, whose hard work and care behind the scenes makes this podcast possible. This has been another episode of Mastering Money, the Educator's Edition brought to you by Chartered Professional Accountants of Canada. Please rate and review us. If you'd like to get in touch with us, our email is cpacanada.ca. In these uncertain times, be well, be kind, be safe. We are on this journey together.